and welcome to Roll the Damn Dice, an actual play D&D podcast. You've chosen to start your adventure with the Just Us League, season one. You lucky pickle. There's a couple of things you need to know before we start. The Just Us League started out as a one-shot, recorded in between lockdowns in Moa Myerson's kitchen. We only recorded it for shits and giggles, and it was never intended to be broadcast but we fell in love with the insanely chaotic characters and the story and decided to continue with them. So for the first few episodes, the sound quality is a little on the dodgy side. After that, we got locked down again, and then we started recording over Discord in our separate domiciles, so the sound quality does get better. Nowadays, we have a fancy pod dungeon, complete with ghost called Colin, hello Colin, and proper sound equipment. That's enough babble from me. I'll hand you over to the Just Us League DM, Paul Avery, And remember, if in doubt, roll the damn dice. Okay, so after an hour of waiting in the square, uh, the gates uh, are opened. And you follow the captain into a part of the city none of you ever have ever been to. Uh, the houses get bigger and posher, while the air smells sweeter. Cute sh- shops start to open um, as a mega city starts to wake up. Eventually, you arrive at what you know to be the Tower of the Seven, a spire hundreds of feet high of ships piled around a central column of rock. The captain dismounts and leads you into a vast complex um initially you come to a uh, desk um there is a uh large um troll uh woman and she's got a uh, half moon specs on and she says sign the book and, uh, uh, I, I don't i don't sign any book <laughs> well, if you want to come in you have to sign the visitor book they invited us why do we have to do things to see them they wanted to see us Oh, give me uh, pen. Oh, <laughs> it's company policy. And Roth gone rolled an arcana check on the book. Uh, yeah. That is 19. It is just a book. Oh, it's fine. It's fine. It's just a book. Like mine. <laughs> <laughs> have any of you um, per- placed, have you any of you left horses in the stables? You will need a permit. K <laughs> <laughs> four is going to pull off uh, his right glove to reveal like a mechanical hand, and one of the fingertips is going to turn into a fountain tip pen. Um, and he is just going to go over there and uh, sign his designation number, and wait patiently for the others to do the same. Because he's a robot, and that's what robots do. They follow orders. <laughs> Mr. TNK4, I must say, you are looking particularly handsome today. Thank you, Doris. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, she giggles. <laughs> <laughs> oh, TNK4, you are a one. I uh, and he's, he's going to uh, try and charm her. And uh, say, have you started brushing your teeth? Oh, no. <laughs> I've never brushed my teeth. 
this is all natural. And she <laughs> grins and there's the sort of these yellow jagged points of um, <laughs> uh, like barely. Do you like them? If I could love, I would love them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you, you are such a tragic one, Mr. TK4. <laughs> <laughs> I'll finish at five, by the way. <laughs> we are about to, about to get a move on then. If she finishes at five, we do not want to be here um, too late. Wear these badges. And uh, she passes oh. you. Uh, she passes you some badges. She scrawled your <laughs> names on them, and uh, they're on like uh, they're on uh, strings. They're on uh, leather leather straps that you can hang around your neck. Any other colours? I mean, I'm not that fussy, but it's, it doesn't really go with the whole thing I've got going on. No, um, no yeah. other colours. These are the colours of the seven. Praise be their names. Praise be their names. <laughs> uh. <laughs> <laughs> Captain, you, you can take them in now. Um, so you follow you follow the captain um, deep, uh, basically deep in uh, to this sort of complex of uh, boats and ships. You're, uh, you can't really see any light now, and um, there are various sort of uh, bureaucratic type of people running around, uh, guards, uh, more city guards. And uh, he leads you to a large wooden uh, box. Um, if you can all do a history check for me, please. Ooh. Oh, okay. dear. <laughs> I say 13. Ooh! 19. 21. A 4. <laughs> 18. An 11. I'm not just, oh, that, that. I know things too. <laughs> uh, so, Locks, um, hang on, who got over 15? Rothgon yeah. did. Ratsnick. So, uh, Rothgon, Ratsnick, and Locks, uh, you realize that this is, um, is, is basically some sort of uh, elevator. You, you've seen these before in other um, sort of big, posh buildings. And, uh, and if you look uh, to the right, there is a, a troll. Uh, who controls a large handle to winch you up uh, the building. Uh, head up, head on up um, to the uh, 70th floor. Um, they'll uh, they'll oh, sign troll. you in and wait for the seventh. Um, what I have to get in the tiny box. I, I, I'm not very keen on tiny boxes. Um, also, uh, well, why would we get in tiny box? Because the seven, we won't fit another seven people in the tiny box. Oh dear, dearie me, dear. Uh, this is a, this is a, this is a, an, an elevator. It will elevate you up the building many, many stories. That uh, it will, it, it's, it's like magic. Although this troll controls it, uh, there are stairs you are welcome to use, but it is seventy floors up. Um, oh. Locke, oh. who has been around this technology, and frankly, um, seeing a troll controlling the elevator and not a charm is not impressed in the slightest. <laughs> <laughs> this technology has been in the Mernig Corporation for a significant amount of time, and they have already been working on making improvements on it. Um, he just kind of goes... Uh, darling, this is really quite old hat, and just walks and uh, just like takes a step into it 
um, at, whilst putting on the the like name badge, which just kind of bounces on his bare chest. <laughs> like a medallion. Yeah. Which okay. is perfectly smooth, by the way. He is hairless. On <laughs> <laughs> Who else is getting into the uh, the lift? Yeah, I will. Um, I will go and lift. Ra- I will get it lifted. You know. Yeah, and Ratsnick, Mavis, Gerald, and assumedly Tokaj <laughs> oh as well. Yeah, <laughs> you will have to get off the chair to get in. You can't get in on the chair because the height or space. Height, height, height. Wise. Okay, then, yeah, I'll be lowered, but I'll have um, Gerald push the chair in. I'm still on the chair. Yeah. Oh, God. Okay, so is everyone in the lift now? BNK4, if there is room, will just be stood, like, just markedly apart from the rest of the group. Yeah, basically, uh, the most of the lift is filled with Morn. And everyone else <laughs> squeezed in around the edge. And uh, he sort of, he pushes, he has to push it a little bit to, the captain has to push it a little bit to close the uh, gate. And he says, 70th floor, please, Hugo. And uh, Hugo starts to wind. And uh, you go higher and faster. Uh, and uh, you're inside the building for most of your journey. But uh, uh, it probably takes you about uh, five to ten minutes to get all the way to the top. And towards the top, it suddenly opens out and you can see out across Plug Hole and to the islands uh, beyond. It, it's, is there lounge music playing throughout the entire awkward journey? Yeah. Are you assuming that Rothgon's not talking over it? Not at all, but just playing as well. You can't, you can't quite work out where the uh, music's coming from. It's clearly being piped in magically. Yeah. <laughs> they focus on the wrong upgrades. <laughs> yeah. um, so this, Ooh. this uh, image in front of you is the square that you oh, are in. Sh- shit, I need to actually. Nice. Oh, it's so pretty, pretty and picturesque. <laughs> picturesque. Very, okay, um, and... It's in the singing of a street corner choir. Oh. So when you leave the uh, when you leave the elevator, there's a large desk in front of you. Uh, sat behind it is a bored-looking um, elf. Oh gosh, she looks really bored. Yeah. <laughs> is, is she from a family that we know? <laughs> <laughs> so she doesn't even she doesn't really even acknowledge you when you enter the room. Um, hello. Hello. How can I help? We are here to see seven. We're actually here to audit what has been going on and paper trails and documentation. Very, very boring. (laughs) If you could just sign this book for me to say you agreed to this audit. Well, I'm going to have to get my manager here if you're going to be difficult. I I mean, mean, it's just a simple procedure. I promise. Morn is going to put a claw on Rothgon's shoulder, (laughs) (laughs) like a heavy claw. (laughs) you never let me have any fun have you seen these nails i don't sign anything with these they're almost as sharp as mine oh yes you have got very nice nails uh, but i think maybe you could do with a spa day there dear and Lox is just gonna, Lox is just gonna, kind of like uh, move in front of them and say, "Listen, sweet cheeks, we were sent up to you, so um, I don't know what your issue is." 
And this is Lox, Lox Luca Maximus Mernig. You know the name, oh, don't you? You're a Mernig. Oh, you can come up on me any day, dear. Oh. I'm sure you'd like that, darling. But frankly, you're not my type. Well, I'd, uh, I uh, maybe you don't know what uh, type I am, dear. I can tell what kind of type you are just from looking at you. And really, <laughs> <laughs> not my cup of tea. What I've heard about uh, Lox Mernig is that I am exactly his type. Oh, bad! <laughs> <laughs> was Stephen or was that Roscon? But both, but mostly Roscon. TNK4 is going to turn to the rest of the group and say, Is this romance? This is definitely romance. Oh, TNK4, I didn't see you there. Are you here to see the seven as well? As requested by the seven, correct. Affirmative. Oh, I'm, sorry. I'm, afraid, I'm afraid we've only got one waiting room left. You'll have to wait together. Oh, okay. <laughs> is that little dragon coming with you? And what about them things? Are they with you? <laughs> is that pointed to Mavis and Gerald? Yeah. Yeah, he's stood up on the chair at this point. He's like, yeah, and it's sort of arms sort of on his hands on his hips. He's like, yeah, there's mine. I'll uh, give him under control, though. You'll see, you'll see this man here. He is in need of spa day. I do not need spa day. I look fine. <laughs> this man, he needs spa day. Spa day, more needing spa day. You look very tired around the eyes, dear. I feel we're wasting time here. Shall we just go and wait in the waiting room? Yes, I think you should. Follow me. And uh, she she stands up from the desk. She <laughs> has she has the bottom half of her is a huge serpent. And she <laughs> slithers along a corridor. And uh, she says, follow me. And uh, you go along the corridor. And uh, there is various rooms either side. And uh, she says, go in there and uh, wait to be called. Um, Rothgon puts in her hand the bottle of Wink Bourbon. And says, <laughs> I think you need this, love. You seem thirsty. <laughs> <laughs> and, oh, is, that, is that an attempt at humour? I'm afraid I don't need humour. <laughs> um, can I roll for Vicious Mockery and see if it was funny? <laughs> uh, you, you can, yeah, if you want to. Oh, this is where she turns out to be like level 17 something. And... <laughs> Um, that was oh, that was an eight psychic damage. Um, <laughs> Not great. So you, just, you immediately make eight. Do you, do you have to pass any checks, or is it eight psychic damage? Wisdom saving fifteen. Wisdom saving fifteen. Okay. I didn't think that we were going to attack an NPC this early. <laughs> <laughs> As I say, I don't do humor. Carry really? on, and it does no oh. damage. Uh, you can take the you can take the bottom anyway. It's rank. You can take that with you. Thank you very much. Uh, if you just <laughs> go to the room, please. So she uh, opens the door, and in front of you is a uh, basically what is a ship's cabin. There is uh, there's basically this uh, there's three um, sort of sofas. Uh, there's a wooden chair. 
there's uh, a couple of uh, palms in uh, half barrels. Um, there's another small barrel in one corner. Um, there's a table on which are laid out six glasses. And uh, there's a there's a uh, plate with some uh, various sort of uh, biscuits on it. And in one corner, there's a small uh, bathroom. Huh. Well, I um oh biscuits. Mom's going to head straight for the snacks. It's been a while. Bluffgon follows. Um, he places the bottle of Wink um, bourbon onto the table and picks up a glass of whatever that is. So the glasses are empty, but there is oh. a barrel over in this, uh, in this corner here. He places the Wink bourbon on the table and then goes straight to the barrel for whatever that is. Uh, it's just, it's, it's water. Ah, oh, um, for fuck's sake! <laughs> TNK4. <laughs> Uh, TNK4 will go. It's the first time that TNK4 has been here. Yeah? Oh, I should say there are three portholes on the on the top of this picture. There's also three small portholes you could. Uh... Oh, I see. Yeah. Oh, okay. So um, he will go. You see the middle porthole? Yeah. He'll go there because that looks like the most out of the way place for the rest of the room as well. And he doesn't yes. really want to give the rest of the people that are in the group an, an opportunity or a reason to interfere with him. Okay. Um, Rats, Nick. Probably it'd still be raised in the air by Mavis and Gerald. <laughs> to get into the room, the room's quite. The room's probably. I mean, Morn is it's struggling to fit really height wise. Okay, then they'll be doing the um, push and pull okay. um, method. Um, and in the least, he'll be in his head trying to be stealthy. But in the least, obviously, it's a chair being grinded along the floor. <laughs> Be like positioned over by TNK four, okay. and uh, he just will be trying to look away, but at the corner of his eye, like really studying all the. Um, are there any like the co- um, uh, of his appearance? Is there any sort of moving? I see like moving parts in terms of, like cogs or anything of the sorts. What does he see? Will so uh, visibly, uh, Ratsnick would not see any sort of like mechanations or any sort of like pumping or anything like that moving it just looks like a solid metal frame uh that is made up from varying different sort of metals it doesn't look like it's just one solid piece but that he's been repaired over quite a considerable amount of time um and whilst you can't see any mechanations you can hear like a little whizzing like a little sort of like a whirring as if, you know, like when you turn a, a desktop computer on, it's got that sort of like low hum, yeah. um, that sort of sound. But that that's all you would notice just sort of like, like just without trying, if that makes okay. sense. Okay. And then just the last thing, sorry, Paul, um, the wind, it makes sense to me, the windows, how tough do they look, the porthole windows? Uh, they're, they're pretty tough. I mean, they they do open. Um, there is a latch on them if you're investigating them. Um, no, I'll probably just be eyeing up to see if it looks tough or not. Are they barred? No, but they're quite thick glass and they're quite small. Okay, I've not got... Make your poor the... bloody owl try and smash through that thing. <laughs> I have not got the best <laughs> wisdom. I'm going to try and bring Skrulk in through the window. Oh. Okay, uh, oh, um, okay. I'm gonna... can Skrulk uh, do an attack on the window then, please? Oh, dear God. <laughs> just, just like if um, if what, what did you get there? Luke? Sixteen. Sixteen. Okay, so uh, Skrulk cracks the glass, um, and it just falls down. 
Let's TNK4 <laughs> is moving. TNK4 is moving immediately, Paul, to the bottom left. Uh, not so the side that Rothgon's on, but three squares above, just on those corners of the sofa. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Cool. Let's let everyone else get into the room. Uh, so, uh, who should we go to next? Tokaj. So Tokaj is going to also want to kind of investigate, but rather where where um, Ratsnik was investigating the mechanical side of things. Um, Tokaj has never come across a mechanical creature before, so he's kind of sniffing, kind of trying to smell the biological scent of this creature, and is really confused by the way this is acting like an intelligent creature, but can't quite get a, a grasp on on the fact that it it doesn't have a a, a natural smelling scent. Um, and can obviously just just maybe hear that kind of slight mechanical whirl. Um, and then it's going to get bored very quickly and go to the um, porthole that's behind the sofa and just start looking out at what's out there. Cool. And you can see out, literally out across the city. It's an amazing view. And uh, Lox? Uh, Lox is going to come in um, and sort of just casually stroll past the cookie, like the biscuits and sort of pick one up and like sort of just like, how big are they? Are they like quite big or just... No, there, there, there's a selection. There's some pink wafer biscuits. There's some party wings. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> uh, Maryland cookies. It's a decent selection, but they're not massive. Uh, Oh, okay, he's just gonna like pick one up and sort of like take a bite and then like chuck the other bit and like catch in his mouth and just super casual and go up to Roscon, um, who's complaining about the water and just sort of like have like have his flask and just be like, how's about some of this and like hand it over and see if he wants a swig. Um, Rothgon <laughs> will tip the water out of the glass onto the floor, um, <laughs> and hold his glass out to the tanker. Okay. Locks, Ratsnick, and uh, Morn, can uh -huh. you roll a perception check for me, please? Rolling up? Sure. Uh, no, not any good for me. <laughs> He's an eight. Morn is not perceptive. Yeah, uh, 18. Locks is. Locks, uh, as you're the last person to enter, as you're walking away from the door, you hear this door close and uh, several large bolts lock you in. Ominous. Cheers. Um, and he's he's going to turn and hear that and be like, guys, um, so I don't think we're getting out of this this cosy corner. Oh, we are. This is fine, uh, as, as Morn is kind of chewing on um, party ring after party ring. <laughs> <laughs> I must admit, I'm this a really robot happy. and I got really tempted by the party rings. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> Literally my favourite. I've just got an image of Morn with one party ring on each claw. Childlike excitement about little party ring biscuits. Sorry, go on. No, I was just going to say Lox would then go go back to the door and try and investigate the door. That was that was what Tinker was thinking. So can I help and give uh, Locks advantage on the roll, please? Uh, Tinker, you don't, you didn't hear this. You didn't notice it. Yeah, but, oh, but Locks is but, just yeah, but Lox is just Lox announced announced it. Oh, sorry, I didn't hear that. Yes, yes, Tinker can go and help as well. Yeah. Um. Uh, so, uh, what are you trying to establish? Um, I don't know. Just like, is was it mechanical or was it magical? And like, 
can we can we somehow get out? Okay, so there are there is no handle on your side of the door. There is okay. no obvious uh, lock on your side of the door. Um, the door is pretty solid. Okay, is it magical? Can I do like an Arcana check? Yeah, Arcana. Yeah. Ah, damn it! Ugh, seven. It's at advantage. Though. They're rolling so well up and Yeah, roll it at advantage because um. Oh, okay. Because I'm helping. Yeah. Literally got the exact same. <laughs> uh, you you do not think it's magical. Yeah, cool. He's he's going to turn around and be like, "Yeah, we're not getting out of here anytime soon." Let's get cozy, and he's going to grab another biscuit and take another swig, and then just go to the sofa and like really like man spread. <laughs> I love the corner. idea of a gnome. Man. He's man spreading, yeah. barely covering one cushion. Yeah, um, but he's gonna like slap out his like coat and just sort of like expose his bare chest. He loves him. You hear um, over the, you hear over the, you just hear this voice say. You are acolyte number 72. We uh, are grateful for your visit today. Um, thank you for your patience. Uh, praise be to the seven. Well, I suppose this. they did say this is waiting room, so I guess we just sit here and we wait. Doesn't look like we've got any other option. Would anyone like to try one of these little uh, shiny biscuits? They really are quite delightful. Um... Ofgon is going to go over to Rutsnick and say, would you like a hand with the window and unlatch it? Okay, you, you unlatch it. It opens about two inches, but there's some sort of uh, mechanism stopping it opening too far. Uh, yeah, keep trying. It's all right. It'll keep going. And uh, yeah, um, that, with that, you sort of see come from the darkness, um, Grok swoop in for another charge oh, that's on the other window the window that they're looking out of now oh no so I, went, I went i went i went to rustnik because i want to um help get, oh sorry um... i've got your neck talk not next yeah, no, you've opened this uh, window yeah it's open uh, like uh, an inch or so yeah so yeah after sort of seeing it's limited yes yeah, scroll could just swoop again and try and come in through the window okay so do an attack on the window again so let's see 11. Uh, yeah, he <laughs> sort of comes flying in and then thinks he can get through the gap, but uh, sort of uh, sort of smashes his face onto the um, onto in between the gap. It's pretty gross, and he takes two damage. Um, so is his head kind of lodged in the gap in the window? Yeah, and he's flapping around a bit. With the two damage, Scrope's dead. Oh. Are there oh, any feathers that's again? A good are, are, are there any feathers on Scrog? No. Uh, there's no probably a few, like half, like um, matted, rotted feathers. Yeah. <laughs> well, Rothgon um, says, ah, oh, well, he won't be needing these, and picks out it, two or three feathers. Three, yeah, and he's sort of, they could like poke the head back through the window so it falls down the side of the tower. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Scrog tumbles down into uh, like the hundreds of feet uh, below and somewhere into the city. Floors. Um, and uh, five, six, seven minutes pass, and you hear, You are now acolyte number 71. We appreciate your visit today. 
We thank you for your patience. Praise be the seven. Um, can so when Lox was checking the door, Lox was checking to see if it was magical, right? Yeah, and just generally get a feel for the door. Yeah. Okay. Can I make a investigation check, or can I like whatever check? But basically, Tinker is going to be sort of looking at the door very specifically, not to see any obvious openings. But just to try and see, like, very carefully if there's anything that's giving away any sort of mechanation or anything like that that's specifically keeping the door locked. Okay. Uh, yeah. Roll an investigation. Oh, not even joking, but that's in that 20. Um, nice. Okay. Plus, so, uh, plus seven, but 27. Blimey. Okay. So, what you, uh, you, so you investigate the door. Uh, what you uh, realize is that um, the, the frame is covering any mechanisms that were there would be but in the middle of the door which is almost imperceptible but there is an uh, there's a hatch um at about five foot up the door five foot up okay he's going to turn to his bag his little um supplies bag and he's going to pull out like a little nugget uh like a little mechanical nugget and he's going to um sort of take his gun from his holster um change the setting on it and sort of shoot this little um nugget and it's going to turn into like a, a tiny little um, cannon. And it's going to sprout its own little legs. So this little bolt is going to sprout its own four mechanical legs. And it's got like a little um, gun snout. And it's going to just climb up. Well, actually, no. Tinker's Aww. going to pick it up. And he's going to put it on the shoulder opposite the one with feathers already on it. And close up his bag. And he's going to say, I know that you are trying to get out of here through the window. But... I have found a hatch on the door, if you would like to have a look at the hatch. Oh, no, I just wanted feathers. Um, and then Rothgon will go over. And I, he just points out the hatch to uh, whoever, Rothgon, whoever comes over, and explains what, what he um, discerned, uh, the explanation of, like, the mechanism, like, sort of just this, maybe, like, not knowing specifically what this is, but um, putting forward the suggestion that this could be like the weak spot of the door. Um, uh, Locks will go over as well to to have a look. Um, he can't help but be curious about like how the mechanics of it work. Okay. Cobalt friend, have you tried the little shiny biscuits? I feel like you would enjoy them. <laughs> <laughs> I am now just straight over to the biscuits, having been <laughs> practically, as far as I'm concerned, summoned. Uh, <laughs> is this second base? Um... <laughs> it's the buttery biscuit base, is what it is. <laughs> I'm just taking one of every single biscuit, and I'm um, just putting them in my little bag that I've got. <laughs> You'll see, with all the different types of biscuits, you might grow up big and strong, dragon. So, rough gone to Tinker will be like, well, um. If you think that's the way, uh, do you want us to use some magic or can one of your little toys do something? That's a lot of questions to ask. Which one would you like me to answer first? Oh, um, okay. Um, would you sign my book? No, actually, that's probably not. For her. Um, I, are you going to blow up the hatch? I, I can if you would all like me to try to do that or we could wait for our turn. I mean, frankly, this lot didn't seem to be like threatening us or trying to do us any harm. I mean, it's a bit peculiar that they've locked us in a waiting room. That sets some alarm bells off. But we've got biscuits, we've got booze. So 
frankly, I'm happy to wait until we get called. Morn um, is going to start listening to them at this point because um, she's had a lot of biscuits. <laughs> <laughs> she's going to have a little look around the room. Morn would like to investigate the bathroom. Okay. What are you investigating, Morn? I'm having to look to see if I can see anything um, fishy, basically. Like, um, are we being watched? So, like, spy holes or traps, that kind of thing. Okay, do me an investigation check, then. Investigation check. Six, because I can't roll for shit. This dice <laughs> is going to jail. That's it. It's gone. <laughs> yeah, you, you just seems like quite a nice bathroom. There are, uh, so opposite you, there are two long drops. Long, um, lo- sorry, long, long drop drops? toilets. Oh, long right, drop okay. toilets. So, uh, and on the 70th the bench, floor, they've got a long way to drop. There's a yeah, lot of There's a bench with two holes. Um, I take a shit on that. That is going nowhere. to kill somebody. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's a small copper tub with a, with a, a sort of a, a tap above it, and there's a sink. Um, there is a nice bathroom in here. I think they are intending to keep us here for quite some time because they have given us a nice bathroom and uh, comfy sofas, and I am concerned. So uh, I'm going to say another five, six minutes pass, and uh, you hear, you are acolyte number 70. Uh, we appreciate your visit today. Thank you for your patience. Praise be the seven. And um, can you all roll me an... Uh, intelligence check, please. Ooh. Intelligence, just straight Inte- intelligence, straight yeah. Up. Yeah. Twenty-one. <laughs> oh, nine. Nineteen. Six. Zero. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, TNK four, and um, uh, who else got? Uh, I got nineteen. Ratnick. You realise that with these time increments, it will be about about eight hours till your turn. Um, some yeah. of you may have forgotten that you took quite a lot of damage in the battle you had not more than three, two or three hours ago. So this might be a good place to take a long rest. Ah, you see, I had to re—I had to re-roll my Morn because Morn is playing in another campaign. So, like, I playing just... with rough gone. Yeah. <laughs> so I forgot. <laughs> I forgot she was actually completely mangled, wasn't she? <laughs> oh yeah, you were practically dead. Yeah, yeah, you revived uh, and all, sh- all sorts, sorts of shit. Oh, well, if we're gonna be here for a while, maybe we could kip down. I mean, not Rebel ideal. Seals. I, I, um, I, I, I bag the corner by plant. Not on sulfur. Not on sulfur. Oh, um, in the corner. So Morn is gonna like curl up around the plant. Oh, I mean that like is, a dog. She, there's hardly any space there, so oh. the plant is the plant tips over. Oh, that's <laughs> she's, she's cozy. Okay. Lox is going to go back onto the sofa and just sort of lie across it and have a have a have a kip. Ofgon will go to the sofa um, next to the portholes, and um, with his tail and wings, he leaves no space for anybody else. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, Ratsnick, what are you doing? Probably have. Um... Mavis and Gerald sort of hold their arms out to make like a <laughs> cradle stroke bed and he'll lie across their arms. <laughs> <laughs> and they're, they're just stand there the whole time, just sort of eyes oh, open, is... but just oh, staring vacantly gross. at the room and Ratsnick <laughs> go to sleep. Okay, TNK, TNK4. 
Uh, TNK4 is absolutely fucking fuming because uh, the syndicate will like get here at this really specific time, and now they're like making him wait eight hours. So he is he's he's a little bit unhappy, but he um, is more unhappy with just how chaotic because he's very very lawful. Uh, just how chaotic this group is, and he doesn't need to sleep, which is the other great thing. So he gets to just <laughs> he just watches them all for eight hours. <laughs> he takes the little robot thing from his shoulder and uh, puts it back into his bag and basically just just stands in a very very still position um and just watches the, the group just um really really it's it's weird like but it's for him he's that's just his period of deactivation Okay, and uh, who have we got left? Tokar. So the table in the middle, um, is that kind yeah. of got legs to it? Like, could I? Yeah, it's got short legs. It's also got some magazines on it. I want to crawl underneath <laughs> it, and um, I, I, I like to have something solid above me um, when I'm sleeping, so I'm going to try and crawl underneath the table and uh, curl up under there. Okay, Will, can you roll me a perception check? Yarp. Oh. That is a 16. Okay. So while after uh, an hour or so of absolutely fuming, you notice that the plant by uh, Morn is moving in a breeze, but you can't quite see where the breeze is coming from. Okay. I'm going to wait six hours. <laughs> okay. Because I need to take six hours to get the benefits of a long rest. And because I use the cannon... Um, it replenishes each long rest. So okay. um, a- after six hours is up, uh, TNK4 would go over and uh, investigate to see which, where the breeze was coming from. Okay. So um, what was causing the breeze? after about four or five hours, these guys are all fast asleep. And uh, there's a mirror. Uh, there's a desk behind you uh, with a mirror above it. Uh, the mirror swings open. And um, various uh, plates of sandwiches are placed on the table behind you by a um, surly-looking human. Uh, Does this mean that we are about to be seen by the syndicate? I don't know about that, mate. I'll just bring the food. And then he's going to uh, try to grab this guy by, like, the scruff of the neck. Okay, do an um, athletic check. That <laughs> one. Okay, so you go to you, you sort of you've spun round. You go to grab him, uh, and as you move towards him, he just closes the uh, window, and your um, your uh, momentum causes you to sort of hit the table, fall over, and uh, a plate of sandwiches lands on your head. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God, everyone else is asleep, right? Wait, hang on. So does that wait? Is it noisy? <laughs> does it stop? Uh, roll a perception check at disadvantage. Uh, six. Thirteen. Twelve. Thirteen. Uh, yeah, none None of you wake up. Nope. <laughs> TNK4 is going to just sigh uh, a breath of relief and go, <laughs> if he could sigh, and yeah. uh, say, um, thank goodness I didn't have to make up a story about a sandwich monster. And, <laughs> um, he will stand up and carefully... Uh, as, as as carefully as he can, try to put the sandwiches back together and put them on the plate. Uh, <laughs> cool. 
so yeah so basically um because of that falling over and the weight um it's about eight hours from when everyone else started taking their long rests that you finish your uh long rest uh so as you all sort of start to wake up you hear you are now accolade number four we appreciate your visit today thank you for your patience uh praise be the seven praise be and uh, tnk4 you can go and investigate this breeze so everyone has waken up yeah you'll go over and investigate i've gone heading straight for a shower okay and that is a 10 sorry uh, an investigation 10 uh, mm-hmm. have you told anyone else not yet no okay you uh, you, you when you go over there you definitely there is definitely some sort of breeze uh, but you can't quite work out where it's coming from. Are we I... awake now? Uh, yeah, you're waking up. You can see TNK4 is basically almost stood on top of Morn, staring at the wall. Um, um, and it's going to be like at his uh, um, Lox's head as well, because that's like he had his head in that in that general direction. So he's just okay. Like... Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's sort of above Lox's head as Lox is mm. sort of lounging on the sofa. Um, is there a problem, my mechanical friend? You're right there, big man. There might be a problem. I do not know. But there is a breeze coming from this direction. I am sorry for alarming you. Please do not be alarmed. And he'll take a step back. Oh. Let's take a look. Um, Morn's going to stand up, um, probably knocking more plant debris over. <laughs> she does so. Because she's not Bounce very into the carpet. Yep. <laughs> um, and would like to have an investigate of, of the area that the breeze okay, is coming is, from. Is Lox helping? Yes. Cool. I'll okay. Roll it advantage. What am I rolling? Investigation. Investigation. Yes, please. Oh, thank God it was at advantage because the other one was <laughs> was in that one. Um, investigation is sixteen. Okay. So as you're sort of feeling around, you realise that um, there is a hatch here that you could pull back. Uh, it seems to be a sort of gap in the slats of the wood that is allowing this air to come through. Uh huh. Oh, there um there are um like slats, a hatchy thing. Shall I I'm going to open that hatchy thing. Um hello. Okay, <laughs> just, so it opens, gonna... yeah, it opens. It, it needs a little bit of force, but it opens swings it open first, fairly easily. To be fair, DM. Okay. <laughs> I was gonna knock first and go, Hello. <laughs> uh, yeah, so you open it. And um, in front of you, it's just a long tunnel that is uh, seems to be pumping air into the room where you are. Um, it is fairly small, um, so pretty much only um, Tokaj would be able to fit down it. Ah, I think this is, um, you know, air air circulation unit thing. I think this is so we do not uh, suffocate. This is nice. You are now acolyte number two. We thank you for your patience. Uh, we appreciate your visit today. Praise be the seven. <laughs> I get the vibe that this chick does not have much enthusiasm about. <laughs> TNK4. Does Locke say that out loud? Yeah. I think TNK4, I think TNK4 will say, I think that she is just like that. I do not think that she is able to process emotions. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, that's not my boy. 
so what's Ratsnick doing at this point? Oh, probably would have, from the moment he woke up, been recasting Find Familiar. Okay. Um, and then upon <laughs> finishing that, he'll just plunge his hand into the um, soil of the plant that's nearby. Yeah. Um, and from it, he'll pull out a, like, quite, again, undead, half-rotted-looking rat. And then uh, it'll sort of crawl up his arm and sit on his shoulder. And, uh, yeah, he'll sort of sit back on his throne and get Mavis and Gerald either side ready to push. <laughs> he'll say, uh, yeah, this is uh, Skrulk's, uh He's all gone, but uh, I got a kit now. Is uh, anything you need? Let us know. And Tokaj? Um, Tokaj hasn't been alerted or or informed of the gap and the desire to go down there yet has he i think he's he knows that they're investigating something in that corner cool well he's going to have um smelt sandwiches and go straight over there just he's he's going to smell the sandwiches he's going to be a little bit confused he's going to be pretty certain there were no sandwiches here before he's going to look up at everyone else and be like uh, 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 and notice everyone's busy which means he can get more sandwiches he was, he was a bit of a runt in, in his big pack when, when he was first born, so he's used to, if, if food's available and nobody else has noticed, it's all his. Aww. Okay, so uh, you hear uh, the door open. Oh, it's about time. The, the door, door was shut, you know. People, like, people do not like being trapped in. No, I'm sure they don't. Oh, Would you like to see that you are now acolyte number one? We thank you for your visit. Would you like to follow the seven? Praise be their name. Um, follow the, the follow you to the seven, or follow the seven. Yeah, follow me to see the seven. <laughs> I've become quite mechanical. It's a long, <laughs> been a long day. I'm sorry. Morn will be at the end of the line of of people because she doesn't like this woman at all and wants to stay far away from her. Um, Locks all stride up to the front and just sort of, if, if there are any sandwiches that were not taken by Tokaj, he'll have picked one up and just be sort of like nonchalantly chewing it and being like, have you ever thought about a different profession there? One that, you know, really grabs you by the enthusiasm and won't let go because I'm getting vibes that you aren't super thrilled by your current position. I could grab you by the enthusiasm. <laughs> um, no, well, well, between you and me, Mr. Mernig, I've got something in the pipeline that is going to change my life. And what would that be? Oh, I can't tell you that. Oh, I'm sure you can share uh, with a fellow inventor. Oh, I've never invented anything in my life. Well, what's the what's the business proposition that you're uh, you're going into? Well, hmm, I don't think I can trust you, Mister Locks. Why is that? Well, we all know your reputation, Mister Locks. Uh, you've heard the stories, have you? Oh, there's many stories about you, Mister Locks. I have, uh, you know, like we could make some more together if you wanted to. Listen, sugar tits, we are not going down this path again. <laughs> I just imagine like everybody, like all of us, just crowding round the door while you two have this conversation. <laughs> oh no! I, I was assuming. I was assuming we walking was, down. Like, yeah, yeah. She's, she's. Yeah, oh. I was assuming that was what. Oh, was well, in okay. that case, Rothgon's got out of the shower. He's um. <laughs> <laughs> 
putting his coat on, um, grabs a sandwich if one's left, and yeah. um, a lot. You notice that these are pretty dried, curled up sandwiches. He spits it back out, and he's like, "Why has this been made by an infernal warforge? It's like..." <laughs> oh yeah. So at this point, uh, Tayenk Four <sighs> is going to respond by saying, "Oh yeah, sorry, I forgot. They delivered those sandwiches hours ago." <laughs> And you did what? Bled all over them? No, no. I can't bleed. <laughs> but they, I, they, they, are, they just fell a little bit. Delicious. Um, Rothgon grabs the bottle of Wink Bourbon, just in case. <laughs> <laughs> so Rothgon's following, Lox is following the others. Assuming yep. Rothgon's put the sandwich down again, I'm going to pick it up. And, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just yes, gonna... yes, he did. I'm going to look up at Ratsnig like, ooh, do I get another ride? Like, joy, glee in my eyes. Oh, yeah, he'll very eagerly beckon you onto the back of his throne. And um, then Mavis and Gerald will just drag it as we go. <laughs> <laughs> Lift the front two legs up slightly, so it's just on the back legs. And then, yeah, we'll just drag on at the back. Cool. So, uh, and it, is, is that everyone? Everyone's following along. And uh, so she takes you back to the elevator. Um, she says, uh, so she gets, she, uh, she says, oh, I don't think I'll fit in. Go up. Uh, I better come up. Uh, oh, I don't really know how we're all going to fit in. Oh, we'll just squeeze in. And so literally now it was a squeeze before, but now you've got this huge, like her tail is, is massive. She is a large creature. Could you all do a nature check for me? please? Indeed. That one, but five total. Oh, 19. 10. Zero. <laughs> Fifty. Twelve. Baby, you haven't got like a dice jail. You've got like an entire like dice wing. I know. Of, like, yeah, prison yeah. wing. I have a dice sanatorium. Uh, <laughs> so uh, Rothgon and Tokaj, you think that you know that this creature is a, a Lamia or a Lamia. Um, and you know that they are magical creatures. And uh, she, once you're in, she um, she speaks into a little speaker and says, "73rd floor, please, Hugo." And the lift starts to move. Please, can you get your tail out of my face? It is quite <laughs> disgusting. I'm sort of imagining that her, like, she's like brushed herself up against locks. Alox is basically squashed against the edge of the cage. His face is basically just above her bosom. Rothgon would like to cast Mage Hand to give himself some privacy in space. (laughs) 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 Push everyone else away from him. (laughs) So yeah, so now Rothgon, Rothgon literally. I mean, now there literally is no space in this lift. There is a mage hand in there. It's not really, it has created a barrier between Rothgon and everyone else, but it's also pushed Rothgon back into the corner of the lift. So you're like pushed up against the, the bars. And everyone this is fine. This is fine. And, uh, and Logs is going to say under his breath, like, definitely not sugar tits. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, well, how rude. And uh, so the lift it only takes a few seconds. It's only going up three floors. And uh, But as you're going up, you notice the sound of a party happening on uh, the either the 71st or the 72nd floor. Yes, roast chicken! Oh, yes, I'm going there later. It should be a nice party. 
and uh, the doors open and uh, you are in another large waiting room. Uh, at the end of this room is two huge, large doors. And uh, she says, uh, wait here. I'll tell them that you're here. And uh, the only other person in this room is a rather attractive um, looking, probably a pirate, you reckon? Female or male? Female. Female pilot. Oh, okay. Hello, are you also waiting to see the seven? No, my uh, captain's in there, seeing the seven. Oh, I, my name is um, Karal Zamon. These are, these are my friends. Um, what, is, uh, what is your name? Uh, Karalza. It's a good name. My name's uh, Kajiri. Oh, it is nice to meet you, Kajori. You are a very nice shade of blue. I myself am also, um, you know, a fabulous shade of blue. Um, I, people tell me, but um, I, I like this. You have more of a, a little sheen to it. It is, um, it is most pleasing. You're a handsome. You're a handsome woman. Why, thank you. I, I, I think that is a. Uh, it sounds like a compliment. No, it's a compliment. He walks over with the book of shadows in his hand. He's like. Speaking of being blue, I have to ask, do you find you fit into society more or less being blue? Oh, can we not? Can we just stop having the red and blue debate? Okay, okay. Could you just sign here to say that you decline to um, take the audit? Uh, no, dear. Lad, I'm not going to sign that book. We've all seen that book. I'm a tiefling, dear. I don't know why she says dear so much. Or <laughs> yeah, she's never said dear before in her life. No, she doesn't. Yeah. she doesn't. So where are we in the timeline? You're just about to find out. Okay. Uh, oh, okay. Oh, so the main, the main doors, uh, the main doors open, and a striking pirate captain leaves, and she says, "To jury, we're going." Uh, oh, what is it, Captain? Oh, we've got to go to some uh, Palmer, Palmer Flora. And uh, Kajiri says, yeah, Palma Flora, I, <laughs> I know some uh, rather nice shark hunters from there. Yeah, well, the, the seven think there's some sort of something going wrong under the seabed and we've got to go and see and help or something. But Captain, I thought we were going to do some more piracy. Oh, we're not doing piracy. C come on, come on. I wish you luck, new blue friend. Thank you very much. We don't need luck. And they leave the room. Sorry, uh, it was the captain that said we don't need luck, not Kajiri. Yep. She was perfectly yeah. good. She's always nice. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and uh, the uh, and uh, you hear some shouting in the room. You can't quite make it out, but there are seven very distinct voices all shouting at uh, the receptionist. And uh, the receptionist uh, comes out of the room. She looks a bit flustered, to be honest. And uh, for the first time, she looks just a bit like stressed. She says, "Oh, I'm so, oh, I'm so sorry. Uh, they won't see you." They said you have to come back tomorrow, um, but uh, I, I wasn't. Uh, you've been waiting all day, and I just, uh, I'm so sick of it. There's a party downstairs. You're allowed to come. Would you like to come to the party downstairs, and they will see you in the morning? I'm sure the party will last to then, so you want to come to the party? Um, I mean, uh, Lox is going to be, like, completely like, what the fuck? You've asked us to trawled us all the way up here, um, made us wait eight hours, and then told us we're not coming to see you. But at the sounds at the at the sounds of party, he's like, nah, fuck it. Yeah, <laughs> I, exactly the same. It's not yeah. say anything or just like is this just his thought process? 
this is just his thought process. He's just gonna just like gonna close his eyes, open them, roll them so hard, and then go up to him and be like, Darling, you had me at party. Morn gets baffled by a lift and then gets stuck into the bickies. Will Rothgon even last the day without access to liquor or quickies? Did they make this trip just to have a kip or are our party imperiled? Is a memory foam mattress more comfy than a bed made from Mavis and Gerald?